I want to talk allergies for the next little while. I am lucky enough not to have any, not that I know of anyway, but I know that isn't the case for everybody. Something that is uh, worthwhile you may not be too familiar with is the Weather Network uh, on its main page, aside from telling you about uh, the temperature, the long-range forecast, it also shows you air quality, UV index, uh, pollen, and bugs. And uh, the pollen indicator could be a very... Uh, helpful for anyone who does have allergies. It's estimated about one quarter of Canadians suffer from seasonal allergies. We talked back in March about how the colder start to spring in Canada could potentially mean a slow start to allergy season, but as soon as it got warmer, it may uh, bring an explosion of pollen into the air. Allergy season usually follows the trend of uh, tree pollen in the spring, grass in the summer, ragweed in the fall, And uh, Anthony Farnell, global news meteorologist, uh, had warned uh, earlier this year that uh, tree pollen and grass may hit allergy sufferers at once. So I'm curious about this, and I'm curious about the impact uh, the climate is having on allergies. Uh, So let's talk about it. To do this, we're joined by Dr. Susan Wasserman, Division Director of Clinical Immunology and Allergy at McMaster University. I appreciate the time today. Good morning. How would you rate uh, this allergy season so far? Well, you know what, look, to me it seems like a pretty typical allergy season. Every year I get the question, uh, is this the worst allergy season ever? I think that as you rightly pointed out, we had a bit of a late start. It all came at once. People went from cold weather in the spring, colder than expected, to really experiencing their allergies uh, over the course of a few days when the weather really warmed up. So awareness is part of it for sure. But, you know, average aggravating allergy season as I know it. So uh, are we seeing an increase in the number of people maybe experiencing allergies? I do, for sure. Uh, You know, I've been doing this for quite a long time. I used to think that people really didn't develop seasonal allergies till about the age of five or six or so. But there's no question that I am seeing younger children. I'm seeing them uh, earlier and with more severe symptoms in my practice. Was Is that a surprise to you or was that a surprise when you first started this, to see it? You know what it was to me. I mean, at this point, uh, you know, I sort of think that anybody at any age can certainly be susceptible and develop allergies. So, I no longer look at, uh, you know, age as any sort of protector. Really, it can happen at any time, uh, and anybody can develop symptoms. Can we attribute this to the changing climate, or what, what might be behind this? Well, I think the climate is part of it, but this is something that we've been grappling with over the years. I mean, over the past few decades, we've seen a rise of all allergy. It's allergic rhinitis, it's food allergy, it's asthma. And there are many reasons for this. Probably the most popular explanation is the hygiene hypothesis. Over years, we've been living a lot more cleanly. Our immune systems have gotten a bit more lazy. They're no longer busy fighting infection. And instead, they've become dysregulated and allergic. So that's part of the explanation. The other is when we introduce foods, pollution exposure, vitamin D levels, the amount of sunlight. There's so many potential explanations. What climate change has probably contributed to is an earlier pollen season, a longer pollen season, 
and certain plants growing in places that never used to have them before on account of colder weather. I was re- I've been interested in this. I was reading about this a little bit too in terms of the types of plants we we plant in you know, uh there are male and female plants and some have pollen others and not and, and th- that can lead to cleanup and some interesting choices we've made in that regard in terms of uh, sure. mm-hmm. the the plants as well. Yeah, no, I think that you're absolutely right. You know, urban planners uh, don't like to see female plants. They produce flowers, they make a mess. Uh, So male plants have sort of become a predominant choice on account of that. But male plants also produce more pollen. So this is kind of the trade-off that we've seen. Allergies can be pretty common, but do we sometimes overlook the impact they can have because of that? I think we often overlook the impact. How often do people come to see me? I've been fighting to get in the front door to see what I'm allergic to. There's big impact. People don't concentrate well. They don't feel well. They don't sleep well. uh, And they don't have their level of, you know, uh, work productivity that they would like to. These are problematic symptoms. And often Canadians are allergic to many different types of things. Trees, grass, ragweed, that's six months out of your year. Long time to be affected. What can people do to get some relief? Uh, Lots. I mean, first of all, awareness is a good part of it. Uh, If you are a seasonal allergy sufferer, uh, usually the easy stuff are the antihistamine therapies, the second-generation ones that do not cause sedation, Windows closed, air conditioning on. Uh, We even have some intranasal steroid sprays, which are over the counter. But really speak to your doctor. You know, people should be able to get good relief. Don't just suffer in silence. Get a referral to an allergist. Find out what the problem is. We now have very good desensitization tablets and injections, even which will protect you against allergy symptoms. So don't ignore them and get the help that you need. Just to pick up on something you said there, because, I, again, I don't have allergies, so I'm not too familiar with it, but is allergy oh, medicine my. getting, <laughs> are they getting better these days? Oh, they are. I mean, look, we've had some advancements over the years. There's no question. We have good antihistamine therapies, which do not cause sedation and which a lot of people like to use. Uh, the mainstay of treatment is still the intranasal steroid sprays. They're safe. They're approved to very young age groups. And probably the biggest advancement has been desensitization. We've had allergy shots for years, but now we have tablets for pollens, which are able to be taken at home and to desensitize people safely. It's really quite interesting. I certainly appreciate the time today. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. That's uh, Dr. Susan Wasserman, a Division Director of Clinical Immunology and Allergy at McMaster University. And again, uh, you know, the Weather Network does post whether the uh, pollen is high, low, high risk, low risk as well. So that's something that could help you on your travels.